Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And I'm AJ Casada. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you would like to join a community of like-minded agency owners and scale your business while doing so, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash call to explore options on how we can help you scale your agency. What's going on, everyone? This is Jordan Ross, your host of How to Scale an Agency and founder of Eight Figure Agency. And today we got a really cool guest, someone that I'm in Hampton with, which is my entrepreneurial community. And this guy runs a holding company, partners and acquires agencies. So really cool guest. Raj, for everyone that's listening and they don't know who Raj Jaw is, who's Raj? What does your holding company do? What's the high-level overview of you and your business? I run a holding company called Exit Scout, and we have a number of different companies under the umbrella. Most relevant, probably to your listeners, is I have had a, a number of different careers spanning from uh, computer programming to actually being a mergers and acquisitions and intellectual property attorney before running and selling my agency. So relevant to agency owners is that I work with them to identify what inside their agency might have a lot of asset value. So you might be talking about something that could be intellectual property, could turn into software, could turn into something else. And working with them to flesh that out. And of course, agency owners, they're often running around like you know, chickens with their heads cut off. They don't have time to think about what is the real asset value outside of operating the agency. So it's a way to capture additional value from the systems and processes that you've set up at your business, and then turning that into something that could be have independent value and have a valuation very different from the services company. That's really interesting. Like That's super interesting. I wasn't expecting that's where you're going. So what you're looking at when you look at an agency, it's I'm seeing that there's value in this potential avenue. Let's partner on this avenue of your business. And there's some form of JV on that avenue. And maybe, I don't know what your agreements, but I would make some assumptions. Maybe we'll partner only on the valuation of this thing or a combination of the sorts. Correct. So I run my own podcast as well called Agency Exits. And and one of the themes that I have- Check it out, guys. Exactly. Shout it out. Uh, which is the one of the themes that I've identified is some of the agencies with the biggest exits were not just because of the services business. Now, services business, we all know they can be great cash flow entities, but on a valuation side, you know, maybe you're getting 3x, 5x EBITDA on a good market, maybe you're getting 8x EBITDA, but then you flip over to IP-based businesses and then you're talking, you know, 12x revenue, right? So it's a completely different world. So if you look at those things and you have all these things embedded in your agency, if you have an agency that's, you know, maybe they're working with you, right? And they have gone and they've set up their systems, their processes, their KPIs, their metrics, and they're running like a well-oiled machine. Now what you have is a machine, but the machine can be instantiated both as services and potentially as software. So as an agency, you have a really interesting opportunity in front of you, which is you have beta customers, your clients. This is something that SaaS companies would die for, and you have the ability to validate it, but you don't have the time, often don't have the expertise. You're not a coder, you're not a product person, you don't really know how to go to market on, on the software side of things or on the IP licensing side of things. So how do you capture that additional value? 
And that's kind of where I discuss with agency owners, well, you know, is there something that could be done there to create a whole nother category of assets? So instead of just growing one asset, you're growing more than one. And how long have you been doing this for? Because this is different than, and because we work with a bunch of holding companies. We just had our conference two weeks ago. One of the guys acquires agencies was our one of our keynote speakers. So how long have you been doing this for and how'd you land in this, this component of the holding cohort? Because this is super unique. So to be honest, it's relatively new. I've been working on this model for about a year now. So we don't have we don't have a ton of exits on that side of it because it takes a while to build product and identify you know, what are the assets that you can uh, actually have. And it's also a very small segment of agency owners which who can pay attention to this. Because if you're in survival mode, if you, if you haven't set up your systems, your processes, all those good things that you know you need to, yeah, you're, you're in the right race. You, you can't get out of it. I was in that too. From day one, I want to turn this into a product business. And then I spent six and a half years until I realized, well, that's never going to happen. I'm just going to like unload this thing and do the next thing. Because when you're in it, you just don't have the space for that. So I have a lot of conversations with people, probably, I don't know, four or five a month of people who think they're interested and think they're ready, but they're not. So there's very few that could actually do this because they, they have to have their house in order before it becomes relevant. And then it has to be something that I feel like it's got enough legs to be worth the time. So it's a it's a little bit of a needle in a haystack, but regardless of whether or not you're at that stage, I think it's a great thinking exercise for everyone to go through and ask themselves, where am I creating value? Because we all have the same amount of hours in the day and I can spend my time creating value for the client or for myself. And if it's for myself, is it as a services business or is it as the tech enabled services or is it tech with that has service components? And that's a continuum. And it just involves investing in yourself in a different way. Yeah, it's so intriguing. And I got so many questions on this. But before I dive into the questions on the specifics, can you give like one example? So for someone who's in the agency, like they don't have the time to think about this. They might not be correlating what you're saying to what enough. What is it? What's one example of what you've seen or this could look like from an agency? I'll give an example of somebody I'm working with now. I'm going to have to mask it a little and from my former lawyer hat, I'm going to have to redact right what some of these things are. So it is a an agency that's in a specific vertical, and they have been doing a lot of advertising. So they get these big companies that come into advertising. They do the ads. They do they film all the ads, et cetera, and they need to get talent for that. And the talent is a very very specific kind of talent. So what they've been doing is they have a an assistant who goes around and finds all these people and curates it and essentially creates a, a big database of all of those. I'm working with them to say, okay, how do you take that and turn it into a platform? Uh, like an Upwork. Yeah, it's like an Upwork, but it's a very, very specific thing. You're, if you are trying to create an ad for this very specific kind of demographic, you're not going to go to an Upwork. You're not going to find them. Are you going to go to one of those short form platforms where you can find creators? You probably won't find them because it's so specialized that it's it's unlikely to be there. They've already aggregated these things. So now you can create this platform and that platform now is intrinsic value outside of the agency. So instead of it just being matching one-to-one, now you could actually offer this platform to other agencies and build value in that as a software platform. One of the hardest things as an agency owner is building a team that can actually execute without needing you. 
can deliver results that you could trust to learn things fast and deliver every single time. The reality though, most of us can't afford top tier talent. And even those of us who can afford top tier talent doesn't know how to get the best talent to work for us. That's why I built the eight figure funnel. I've been able to hire over six eight-figure COOs and convince them to come work for me to help my clients grow. Guys that have already been there and done that, that have run 20, 30, 50, 80 million dollar a year companies working for someone who's not even 30 years old. I've put this all into a simple ebook so you can do exactly the same thing. If you want access to this ebook, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash value and grab one of my best pieces of free content that I've ever released today. Hey there, this is Jordan Ross, your host of How to Scale an Agency, and thank you so much for listening. If this podcast has given you any value, if you listen to it weekly or you're just tuning in on a blue moon, please like and subscribe and give us a good review. Reviews are the easiest way that we can help other agency owners expand their information, their knowledge, and grow their companies, which is why we do this. We do this to help each and every one of you make business growth simpler. So, like I've said, if you've received value, we do not promote our podcasts any other way except through word of mouth. We don't have sponsors because we want to keep this as high level for you as possible. If you could return just a little bit of a thank you back to us, we would so greatly appreciate it. Now, let's get back to the show. Okay, this makes a lot of sense. I've seen something really similar to that. I've seen an influencer who was getting hired as a consultant by brands who then he would syndicate and that's that they were actually building the same thing. Wouldn't that be funny if it was the same person you're working with? Um, <laughs> but um, okay, so this makes a lot of sense. So if an agency is in this world, let's not get to the enterprise value part. Let's get, what are the things they need to, to do to be ready to like think about building more enterprise value outside the service? I think it's, if you think about it, you're building a machine, a business is a machine which takes in resources, investment, you know, capital, and outputs profit for yourself. So you're building that machine. So the question you always have to be asking yourself, and this is just a good process question in general, is how can I make a defined set of steps that gets a predictable output? Now, as long as you are doing that, that can be internal facing or that can be external facing. So it could be internal as I have a process that's gonna take this raw content this uh, and turn it into a campaign. Or I could have an external process, like I get a result for a client and I am doing it in X, Y, Z way, and I've defined how that works. And if you've defined how that works, you're going to have a better business. And you can start to think, oh, well, I'm doing this in a certain way. Maybe it's a productized service, which is kind of like the baby step towards this. Can I turn that into an actual product? And if it's the more you can get that process down so that it's smooth as anything and you've got your like McDonald's playbook, that's all I have to do, then the next step is, can I actually turn this into a a product that has value. Would other agencies, could I take this out and put it in another agency? If the answer is yes, you might have something you can sell. Simple enough. And it's interesting. What you talk about is obviously the listeners know this, but that's what we do. I call everyone loves productization in the software world. I say you can't productize an agency, you could templatize an agency. So that's what we do. We're the, we help in the templatization, but this will be really good to have in my back pocket because with my consultants, I could say, hey, maybe these people want to go to Raj, right? 
if someone's hearing this and they're like, I'm intrigued, I've done the steps, I've done the work, and now I'm intrigued in exploring this and I want to go with a partner, what do those conversations look like? Because most agency owners have never had a conversation with someone who owns a holding company or that they are talking about M&A and all that stuff. Like, what are the things that you would say, hey, if you could prepare these things when you go to someone like me or someone else, it's going to lead to a more fruitful conversation. What are those things that they can prepare outside of the templatization, the good process? I think the first question that everyone should ask themselves is whether or not they are really invested in doing this because it's not easy. If anyone tells you that this is easy, they're lying to you. It's not easy. It's, I can't tell you how many agency owners that I've talked with who have tried to in-house develop software and have just flushed half a million dollars down the toilet and had some broken thing that never got marketed and they, have, they shelved it. Uh, so it's harder than it seems. So you have to say, okay, I really want to do this. I want to make something that I want to create this other asset. I'm willing to invest the time into it because at the front end of this, no matter who you work with, this is going to be a, uh, a business partnership. And it's going to be one that's going to have to be very, very deeply ingrained because someone's going to come in and have to look at what this thing is and these processes that you've created and say, can I map this into both a market and into a technical product that can be created? I'm simplifying. There's, I've got about 21 different models that, that could be used from IP licensing to uh, you know, Department of Defense contracting, all kinds of stuff you could do. But I'm just simplifying for software because that's the, the majority case here. It's the most common thing willing to have those conversations and say, I, I'm going to invest probably a fair amount of time at the beginning getting this thing up and running because this is knowledge transfer that has to happen. Just like when you're templatizing your agency at the beginning, it's very similar. You have to explain why things that are templatized in the way that they are. What is the real benefit that it's getting? And translate that into a product requirements document. And then from that PRD, then we can say, okay, well, how are we actually going to build that kind of thing? So I don't know if I completely answer your question, but that's be prepared for that as number one. And then how do the conversations go? It is exploratory at the beginning because you're trying to find out, is there anything here? And it's not quite a startup because you've proven at least on a services level that this is necessary. But now the investigation has to go further than that because if you're like I am and you're going to partner on an equity basis, I'm not going to do every deal that I see because I'm going to want to know this has got some legs to it. And then therefore, you have to be prepared for that kind of discussion of a joint venture spinning out another entity. But the good thing is if that does work, then you've got independent value in a whole nother entity. You've created a whole nother asset as the sawdust from your current business. You know, we work with a bunch of folding co companies. This is probably the most unique approach I've seen to an agency and I love it. What would you say for the listener, building off of those things, because it's hard. I think it's easy for someone hearing a podcast and even like they listen to my podcast. Listen, it's easy to like just get caught up in, okay, I'm going to do this. What are the things that are hard that you just want them to be mentally aware of to like verify this is not so easy? You want to know of these things to know if you actually want to do this thing. Yeah, I think you have to have a commitment to yourself about what you really are trying to build here and what you really want. If this is a, ooh, that's an interesting idea, but that's not this is it, then noodle on it a while, right? Because it's not the kind of thing that you can go into and just, oh, I'll kick this around for about a month and then let's see if that happens. No, this is going to be, it's going to take you at least 90 days before you figure out whether or not there's anything here. So you do have to say, this is part of my strategic initiative. My personal strategic initiative is to 
create another asset for myself. And I'm going to give myself this much time and space to do that. And that's asking a lot. And one of the reasons why I don't candy coat how hard it is, is because frankly, there's a lot of people who will jump out and say, oh, that's great. And then I'll have a call with somebody and they're not really committed to it. And I was saying, you know, use that energy to double down on your services business because you probably will do better there. But for somebody who's got, okay, I've grown my agency to six, $10 million, whatever that number is. And I'm finding I have less to do now, right? I've got my account managers taking care of things. I've got department heads doing things. And I'm starting to think bigger picture of where do I want to take this thing? Am I just going to run it as an agency? I'm going to sell it. I'm going to run it for cash flow, or am I going to use the byproducts of this thing to create something else? And I want to scratch that itch. So I do talk to a number of folks. I was like, you know what? I'm now I was working 80 hours a week. Now I'm working like 2025. And my wife is asking me, it's like, well, just get out of the house, go do something else. And this seems exciting. Well, this could be the next frontier of examining how can you use all of that you know, blood, sweat, and years that you put in to the development of the agency and turn it into a whole nother asset class for yourself. That's probably the right person for this versus someone who's still putting out fires for 50 hours a week in their agency now. Amazing. And Raj, thank you for giving that high level. Guys, if you're interested in this, Raj, where can the listeners go check you out to view either your podcast or your business if they're now curious and want to explore further? Sure. You can find me on LinkedIn and on Twitter, mostly. You can find me at exitscout.com as the site there, but you can reach out in any one of those ways and always happy to have a quick discussion to see if there's a fit. This is, as I mentioned, this is a, it's a big decision, but it's a really exciting one. So I always enjoy talking with agency owners about where they are and where they think they might want to go. And I'll shoot straight and say, this is a good fit or this is not a good fit. Unbelievable. Well, Raj, thank you so much for coming on and hopefully we'll have you back soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Jordan. What is good, agency owners? Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are looking for support growing your agency and are not sure the best way to do that, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash call where you will book a call with us and we will start our process to help you figure out what is the best way to grow your business. We're going to review your systems, add value, and help you understand a new model and system that you can start to build that is going to easily enable massive growth this year. Once again, that is eightfigureagency.co forward slash call, where we will help you scale your agency and add $10,000 in MRR per month. Cheers.